Alright, what is up guys and welcome to another episode of the Gift of Gaming podcast. I'm joined once again by my good friends Luke Maycock. Hello. And Chris Robbins. Hey, how's it going guys? Uh, yeah, so last week we talked about the Game Awards. Lots of cool awards going out there, lots of cool games announced and we figured that we didn't really have enough time in our last episode to go through it. And so we said we'd talk about some of our announcements, uh, some of the announcements that were made, and go into kind of some of our most anticipated games for 2023 and beyond. And um, before we get into that, though, guys, let's, you know, what are you guys up to? What are you guys playing at the minute game-wise? Luke, what about you? Uh, right now, I think I mentioned it a little bit last time, but I am on the cyberpunk buzz at the moment, which is, I know, it was kind of, I, I have a habit of playing games like two years after they come out, and I have yeah, the best time sales. with them. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, it's sales. You get them for cheap. All well, the patches and your have also, been applied. Yeah, I would say you get a game that works two years later. Which is nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I remember having an amazing time with uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and I said that to some people, and they're like, "What? That game's broken." And I was like, "Well, it's not broken now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a great time." So I'm having a lot of fun with Cyberpunk at the moment. It's been, it's not not a perfect game at all, but like the main story beats are so much fun. Keanu Reeves is great in it. It's I'm having a brilliant time. And because we watched the trailers and announcements and things like that we'll get mm. to that but i mean you watched the announcement for the 2077 dlc starring none other than idris ilba so we got the two of them yeah Keanu and idris there we got yeah. idris yeah it's it's gonna be sick he's uh i yeah i love the i, I kind of i'm usually averse to, like having big names come out the projects and like that's the reason these projects get so good but i love idris so much and i love keanu so much they're uh, both so good at what they do did you see his his entrance into like the your breathtaking moment with keanu reeves and cyberpunk yeah keanu yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah <laughs> no, you're breathtaking. Breathtaking. <laughs> he's such a cool guy it, it was almost a bit of a shock playing through cyberpunk because in cyberpunk he's like he's this, an asshole, he's, an asshole. Yeah. he's like this hardcore rocker terrorist. badass terrorist he's total asshole to everyone who meets Johnny everyone Silverhand. hates him yeah he's a pretty cool character him. though johnny silverhand uh and that was a bit of a shock but i love him as well like it's it's a tribute to like Kanye's acting chops that he's yeah, he's he such a nice guy he yeah, yeah, such yeah. A nice. <laughs> he can he is, he's got range he's got range and chris what about you uh well um always regularly playing slay the spire on my phone that never changes mm -hmm. but uh recently my rotation has actually completely changed since the vgas i dropped pokemon and started replaying Celeste, fantastic game. Um, nice. And me and my friend actually downloaded Multiverses last night and started playing that. Nice. And uh, what you think? It was a lot of fun. It's no Smash Killer, but on a side note, like we were playing online and the matchmaking was clean. I I forgot what like a good online netcode could be like as opposed to. Smash, smash which is <laughs> a mess but a mess. uh yeah no the roster is hilarious and there's yeah. also a lot of voice lines from like harley quinn to taz to like bugs bunny and hearing them who say you, their uh, who did you go for as your pick for the night so uh, since i just started and it's like a battle pass system and you earn points kind of like league of legends you buy your own heroes yeah but there's a free rotation um and in that rotation there was finn the human so i started off with that immediately until i could afford to buy harley quinn which ended up being my main for a while, and then I eventually bought uh, Taz as well, closer to the end of the night. It's nice. such a weird 
It's Warner Brothers, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's such a weird roster that they can pull from because Warner yeah. Brothers still has Harry Potter, right? Um, is that oh, WB? They? they do. It's not multi. They aren't in multiverses, but I'm pretty sure it's. Well, that's, well, that's what I mean, and that like is it, I'm thinking of things that aren't in the game yet that could potentially yeah. be in it. Maybe. So you could have. Well, the roster really surprised me because I knew it was going to be well, it's the multiverses, right? So it's going to be a mixture of a bunch of um, IPs, but. Uh, I was surprised to see Arya Stark when I loaded up the game. It's like, that's one of the so new characters. Crazy. And uh, LeBron James. I was going to say, his, LeBron yeah, James yeah, is in it, In his Toon right? Squad uh, yeah. uniform. It's pretty funny. Just like, he kind of reminds me of Wee Fit Trainer, just like spiking balls oh, at right. you. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't, because my, my thing, and I'm always going to be a, a, a Smash fan. I'm always going to be, be on that side of the, the ballpark. But um, that roster in Smash Brothers is so curated. Like in terms of you're not allowed, you know, there was never characters that were in video games before they were in games or books before they were games or other media. Like they had to be in video games first. That was the rule. But with this multiverse, it's kind of like an anything goes. Like the Warner Brothers IP, I'd love to get a list of what's on that to see who could actually end up in it. The Harry Potter one has me intrigued. I don't know if they still own, do uh, be still owns Harry Potter, but. Yeah, it could be. They mightn't have like the rights of video games. That's usually the way these contracts shake out is like, certain uh big corporation doesn't have the right to do a they do the movies, movie but they, they can't do a game or yeah vice versa kind of thing nice um what about yourself darren what are you playing at the moment so uh i'm i'm on the final bit of god of war ragnarok oh, um nice. but i've been on the final bit of that for ages it's, i'm on kind of like this last open world bit and i'm doing all the side quests and, and get my my fill before i finish it it's yep. been fantastic um it would have been a worthy winner as well if not for elden ring for sure it was a great game it is a great game uh, but I am playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and I just finally got my first solo victory on Warzone. Oh, out of boy. Yeah, Very nice. yeah, yeah. Very I was, nice. was pretty chuffed, yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried, uh, me being completely illiterate when it comes to how the PlayStation 5 recording works, I thought I recorded the whole end scene of me winning, but it's just the, the 15 minutes after I won, so it's just me looking at the menu oh, no. and stuff like that afterwards. So I have no, I have no legitimate uh, proof, but I got it. I got my first my, my first W. Like, you Congratulations. Know. I don't you, believe you. You, you can't yeah. believe <laughs> Congratulations. You're full of shit, Darren, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I guess we'll go into, hang on, let me just bring up here um, in front of us. So we've got like the announcements from the Game Awards was a pretty, pretty amazing list, actually. I've, I've been listening to a lot of other people talk about how they felt the Game Awards was, the announcements that were there, and everyone has it rated pretty highly in terms of what actually came yeah. out, what was announced. There's a lot of stuff, um, a lot of announcements there. I mean, a lot of stuff that doesn't interest me at all. Um, the Bayonetta Origins story kind of being one. Um, Sky Aurora being another cool idea. That's, uh, gave that's, me serious journey vibes, which but that's um, but it's not um, used right, for that. It's kind of like this. It's it's almost like a. Am I wrong in saying that that's a mashup of two games? No, no. So Aurora is the is the singer. So the uh, the sky is what the game is called, and Aurora is an actual singer. So I think sky is this. No, I could be very wrong here. And if I am wrong, please email us at I found out what the email address is. <laughs> the gift of gaming podcast at gmail.com. It's there. Uh, so if I'm wrong about this, please uh, email in and let me know. But I think it's kind of like this. You, you, do you remember when Fortnite had those moments where you could drop in and they had that, that open air cinema area in Fortnite? Oh, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. could drop in and watch the latest trailer for a certain movie or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of got that kind of 
um, feel, like the Matrix kind of feel for it. I think you can go into this game called Sky and you, you, you build a, an avatar and there's loads of other people that join in and you sit at a concert. Oh, and it's with the artist Aurora. Aurora is seizing it. Yeah, oh, yeah. But okay. the game is called like Sky. Idiot. So I think it's kind of this uh, this system that you can just kind of, you know. I've played Sky. I've played Sky before. It's a great game. It's really fun. Really? Yeah, it's a really, really fun game. It was on Game Pass for a while. So I played it and it was fantastic. And I know Aurora as well. She's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like such an idiot for not putting that together. Well, I I've, I just put this as my not interested list, Luke. So I'm sorry. But you you, you clearly have a bit of a, a, bit of a thing there. Yeah, so be sick. Yeah. I love seeing things. It'd be, it'd be good but yeah so i guess some of the bigger ones that were announced that we all kind of put our hands up for to say yeah i'm definitely interested in that hades 2 oh my god oh, yeah that's so the show yeah it's, big announcement yeah, amazing cool. trailer it's it's i feel bad for the rest of the games because they were all like there was a lot of great announcements but now they're just up against hades 2 yeah. which and, uh, and as traders go like that's the thing as well because some some of these trailers are just announcing games but i have to hand it to like death stranding 2 had an amazing trailer yeah you know for for me to be like no i didn't really get into the first death stranding but watching that trailer i was kind of like you know i could definitely i could th- really get into whatever's going on here if i it's like a prologue, the idea it's a... or what i'm seeing but would yeah you but i don't want to do it in a walking simulator if it ends up another like fedex simulator then yeah. <laughs> would you go back there now that you've now you got a bit of hype i, I tried to play the first death stranding but again i was playing it during lockdown so where you know this is being recorded at the end of 2022 and thankfully here in ireland things are open enough and we get on with our lives and I think I played that at a time where I was not to say I was miserable, but I was just getting on with it, you know. I go yeah. out and like do my do my full days of my, my full day of work from home. The last thing I wanted to do was like deliver games. virtual packages yeah. for ages. And I tried to get into it. And if the problem is is like I love you know it's a Hideo Kojima game, and I love Metal Gear Solid, but I love Metal Gear Solid for like the basic story and the gameplay. And Dead Strand because Metal Gear Solid goes way off the rails you know like the lally low and two so yeah i, I know people and that's were talking about how crazy it gets yeah. but i never and two is kind of where the end of if you watch like the post credit scene about yourself too that's where you hear like you know someone comes on the, the comms they start talking and they start like breaking down all this sort of stuff and i was like i i have no idea what they're talking about <laughs> and the problem i have with dead stranding is it looks like the stories could be as wacky as what metal gear solid got but i'm not getting the gameplay that I would get in Metal Gear Solid. So I'm losing out on both. It's kind of where I stand with Death Stranding. The thing about that is, um, with Death Death Stranding, I think we expect the story to get wacky, so we're a bit more prepared for it. I don't think we really expected Metal Gear to go so off the rails. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily say it went south. Just too confusing. It reminds me of a Kingdom Hearts series that I love, and I understand why people hate it. It does have that level of convolution, because I remember remember playing Metal Gear Solid V for the first time, and like you escape from the hospital... And then you get outside and then a whale comes up out of the sand and goes over your head and crashes down. I'm like, yeah, this is a Hideo Kojima yeah. game. Yeah, this is one of them. Where did he birth this one? Like, yeah, so that, yeah. that was another um, trailer wise. That looked amazing. I'm going to enter this list to see what else. Oh, um, uh, Behemoth, Behemoth, however you want to pronounce that word. Mm. That was the the MetaQuest PSVR two and whatever other VR systems. That Shadow of the Colossus 3.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but you're you're the the main dude, your wonder, yeah. whoever it is, but that looked amazing. Like that looked, and that, that was a really engaging uh, trailer as well. Yeah. But also, it's one of those things where I watch it and say, could I actually play that, or would I be violently sick playing a <laughs> yeah, virtual reality? That's how know? I felt with the because uh, they announced another Horizon game, not yeah. the not the DLC, but a VR one. Yeah, just Call, like, of, Call of the Mountain, yeah. Yeah, and just looking at that gameplay, I was like, I couldn't do that in VR. I, yeah. I'd be nauseous immediately. I love the try. Like PSVR two is a thing that I'm really like. That was another kind of. Um, not saying it was announcement, but like that's one of the things we'll get onto about our most anticipated. But PSVR two comes out in February and it's launching with Call of the Mountain. 
Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, my brother had the PSVR one and some of the, like the early days of it, I was like, this doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. But there recently, I think a couple of months ago, I played uh, Rogue Squadron on it. And I was, oh, yeah. I was legitimately oh, in an A-wing, you know, fighting two massive um, battleships out in space. And I would look, you know, left or right out of the cockpit mm-hmm. and look down and I would be, like, it's all the battles happening under me, around me, you know, doing barrels. And that where I, that's where I was like, hang on, this this still yeah. has so much potential yeah, to be amazing cool. and it's the problem with psvr2 is that it's i think it's like the price point's about 600 no 500 way. or 600 euro for <laughs> the psvr2 well, at least the, the steam index i think is like 12. it's like crazy and that's where i think yeah. it's that's where it's going to kill it because if, if no one yeah if no one, it's 300 euro yeah but you're <laughs> just selling your soul pretty much yeah. and <laughs> alien owns that not at all like uh, all i'm doing facebook picked a product to be a massive loss leader and it's not going to succeed and i just took the free money that they were giving us all (laughs) i was like i want a vr headset and they're subsidizing what a thousand euro worth of the technology sure it's crazy it's gonna crash and i will still have my MetaQuest. that's gonna be sick because it there's just so many high hopes so like the comment as you know i'm a massive horizon fan Mm. forbidden west was my game of the year um but i would love to see if all that works i'd love to see if psvr2 is successful i'd love to have that technology and, and, and play because i never never owned a set but that would be cool um other games that came out that we saw names and trailers for i'm looking just replaced that pixel art one yeah it looked really good uh it was the one that was kind of reminiscent of like octopath traveler like that almost like 3d pixel art yeah i can't think of this at all sorry i'm gonna just quickly look yeah up it's a, and it's cool because in the trailer he's like he's, he's in a car for part of it like the dude looks really really the yeah. whole trailer just at, looks at the end cool when he's like hanging off uh the helicopter that's going yeah. down and I, it's spinning. it's one of the things that looks so so stylish and i'd be very keen to give that a whack and see if that's like you know any yeah. good but those those kind of real retro pixel art but pixel art done to be like this beautiful modern age pixel art i'm i'm all over that you know it's kind of celeste has that vibe as yeah. well as this really well done pixel art game did you just, you need to play? Uh, I've t- we've talked about this before, but give uh, Crosscode a uh, shout. Crosscode, okay. Yeah. I'll add it to the list. I'll put it down to this. Did you see it, Luke? Does it look familiar? No, it doesn't look familiar at all. This looks sick, though. Yeah, it'll be. <laughs> I, I think I think that's one that's. No, I don't think that has a release date. Let me just check here. No, as, unless I'm unless it's come out since I, I can't see a release date for replaced. But that one looks like it'd be amazing. Um, now I only ever played the first um, Bioshock. I thought it was fun, but it didn't do a huge amount for me. But this one. Judas from the makers of Bioshock mm-hmm. seemed to get especially the Game Awards when the trailer came out you know the crowd was pretty hyped about it but that seems yeah. like it could be a, a decent run as well Tra- again a cool trailer interesting trailer but I don't know if that world is for me it's a bit wacky yeah fair it was it was a very Bioshock feeling game I kind of the thing that interests me the most is has that studio just brought like all its art people and animators and everyone with them the whole way through making a project like Judas like how? You'd be the guy that would know that. I mean, yeah, you're our animation specialist. Too. Damn it. <laughs> well, like, if you don't know, we'll never know. Well, it's just like you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, this, uh, it's, it's, this is Bioshock. Yeah. yeah. But just yeah. reskinned, rebranded, all this kind of I stuff. I mean, we've, in fairness, like, that seems to be a thing recently. We've been getting a lot of games like that where just. They're like soft reboots, kind yeah. of, or unofficial kind yeah. of reboots. Yeah. I, yeah. So that one could be good. Uh, one that I thought, again, if you're talking about really, really good trailers, uh, Star Wars Survivor. Oh yeah, I'm excited about that. That one. was a legitly, legitimately amazing trailer. Um, because, like I said at the start of this podcast, I got really into Fallen Order, and this looks like yeah, this looks like more of the good stuff. I hopefully it's <laughs> apparently Fallen Order was a disaster on release and just like full of bugs. Well, our friend Daniel had us. Uh, he got it on release. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. And you know, even even though it was quite broken, and I saw a lot of videos of it at the time of like enemies falling through 
floors or you try to jump you know gaps and kind of the game just kind of bugging out and you end up somewhere else all those kind of things nothing like game breaking per se but um even with all those daniel still held it in really high esteem he said he had a really really good time with as star wars games go like a a, a nice new one to go with a nice yeah. i mean the story's a new ip per se you know what i mean star wars is a new ip but we're following brand new characters in that world which mm-hmm. i'm always about like they dropped this the skywalker stuff as far as i'm concerned it's dead you know yeah. um uh, but to have something like that looks and that trailer was just amazing you know it was it, it was very strong um other great trailers uh well i mean they were good announcements i think that's it for like what i thought was the better trailers uh i mean horizon burning shores was a great trailer but it was purely a trailer like there was no gameplay in that that was a pure cgi trailer looks great you know from a guy who's a big fan of the game thought that was really really good but going on i suppose announcements uh, things that look great. Um, Street Fighter Six got a character. Yeah, DJ. Yeah. yeah, DJ, and it looked like there and, was two uh, or three new ones. No, they they also uh, showcased a lot of the because there's going to be this like open world single player mode where you're a Street Fighter, like you have an avatar that's a Street and you, Fighter. You, you learn their moves. Training. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like, and it got me thinking. Like, if you're going to be able to create your own character in this single player mode, it's like I wonder if there's going to be an online option to showcase your character like online against other people i wondered from a from a ranked perspective so that you're all of, of equal match i wonder if that's a very difficult thing to actually well you, you couldn't have total it'll be there'll more be a like meta. a me fighter you yeah. know how there was like yeah. the three variations of me fighter yeah. there's sword fighter brawler and gunner and then a specific selection in, of moves because you can't just take any move from the street fighter franchise and just mash it into one character because it would be optimized on day one yeah and everyone would have to play would have to play that character a few games do a a couple of fighting games have tried stuff like that before like there was a dragon ball z game it was the one that came before fighters or fighter z or whatever it was and it was the kind of same thing like you had it was like you created your avatar in the dragon ball universe and you go and take part in this event from dragon ball z and this event from what and I think you like picked up the moves along the way. And I think the way that kind of shakes out is that there's just like, similarly, like if you built a Mii Fighter, like what you were saying, if you built a Mii Fighter in Smash and brought them online, their side B can only be one thing. And mm-hmm. their neutral B can only be one thing. Their side A can only yeah. be one thing. So you don't have you don't have the full collection, but you no. do get to choose, I guess. Like I think yeah. that's in my if I'm correct in saying, I think you just battle those like you shouldn't, you know, Ryu can shouldn't blank all of them and then you I guess learn their moveset and you can choose to pick their moves on a on a on a system, otherwise I don't know how. It or act, no, it, well, the one little cutscene of it, the snippet, was him fighting side by side with Ryu. So I think it's more of like a, like Ryu could be your sensei, and he's teaching you his martial Hop, arts. Hops yeah. in and, and yeah. gives you dig it. So interestingly enough, though, like so you're a you're a Street Fighter Six fan, you know? It's, well, not uh, even sorry, yep, Street yep. Fighter's your fighting game. Well, I haven't played Street Fighter in years. I think the last one like I really played a ton of was, was the Street Fighter Two HD Remix yeah, on yeah. 360. And when I say a ton, it was just like me and my buddy for like two to three hours. A so night, like almost every night. Are you excited then for Street Fighter Six to play as your own character or to get back into the? the well, it depends. I'll check there. out the character uh, like creation, but even he didn't look as polished as like when the rest he, was of, he was quite, quite plain Ryu. in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, quite plain. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd be too keen on that one. But on the talk of fighting games. Tekken 8 also got some gameplay. Tekken 8 also stokes. And that looks so good. So good. Got a little clip of Martial Law there. No, sorry, it was Forest Law, the younger, the the, the, the son, not the father. It looks like he's in it and um, with a real wacky looking Paul Phoenix. Yeah. And I am 
all about that game. I'm devastated they didn't give a release. Like, they didn't even give a release window. I'm assuming we get it next year, but they didn't even give a window, which makes me kind of nervous if it'll yeah, actually... Yeah, it'd, it'd be... I'd be surprised if it was uh, next year. But uh, I also read or heard that it's being built in Unreal Engine 5. Yep. And, like, it's all brand new assets. So they're yeah. building everything from they the ground up. They didn't so take any... But stoked. I think they've been doing that for a long time because Tekken 7 was, like, 2015. Like, it's been... It's been a, yeah. a hot minute since there was a, a Tekken, like a new Tekken game, you know? That's, yeah, that is fair. I, the first 2017, came, I think, because after... Was it? Yeah, because I went home after our argument and uh, put it on my wish list on Steam. Cause I, <laughs> it wasn't out yet. I Tekken 7 release date, February 18th, 2015. 2015? Oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was yeah. 2017. Yeah. It, it kind of occurs to me when you mention like the big delay in release dates for fighting games, you have to imagine that studios will have a finished game like a polished game all the assets done and then tuning a fighting game has to take forever it'd be if they want a to stressful be game to, yeah i know to balance because if you're because you're trying to anticipate like what the and the best way to do it is the way that we all hate that it's done which is where they just release it out to the public unbalanced and then and the public just like a boss yeah yeah, yeah. and then the well, public just like mass beta test basically the I, I mean that just that's just software engineering in a nutshell you can kind of like bug test all you want have the biggest qa department ever you release it out to the public and then some user who has no idea what they're doing will find a way to break that game yeah in crazy ways yeah so i don't i i just have to imagine that that's got to be hell if you're a game developer and you're on a fighting game and you're in the final push to like everything's made and especially like trying that to kind of fighting game that's going to be in like the evos yep. and like exactly yeah. eyes are going to be on it people are going to care a lot about that game and they're so, going to care a lot about being good at it so yeah it's not like nintendo where they push a game out and they do a couple tweaks here and there and then they just <laughs> that, forget about that it. Po- that latest pokemon game broke my heart and the thing was part of me was you know i was talking to craig about it and he was talking and he was saying oh they do so many things but none of them well but also with the problem I have, and I know I think Game Freak's quite a small studio compared to AAA, but on the Nintendo, you've got the likes of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which looks amazing. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which looks amazing. At this stage, Pokemon no longer has an excuse to be delivering such horrible <laughs> looking, absolutely not. horrible looking games. And they, sorry. In no, its that's, defense that's, though, that's, it's, it's, it's still kind of fun. Like it's still, like I prefer it to, what was the last generation? Sword and Shield. Sword and, and Shield, I yeah. played that late. So that's still kind of like fresh in my uh, mind, but yeah, I don't know. I don't mind the jankiness though. You've seen the games I play. I, like yeah. I'm a big Vampire Survivors fan. Just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> get past the graphics and you're fine. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so looking at other um, announcements, and uh, this is one that I think we'll all be playing when it comes out. Whenever we get a release date for it, the Party Animals. Party Animals. Oh yeah, yes. Gang Beasts. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Gang Beasts 2.0. I mean, <laughs> we got to plan a night around this and Shotgun Moose. We should being do, we should. the resident Canadian. I, I mean, got, yeah, I you can take Moose. Oh, there's a Canadian duck too, apparently. Yeah, yeah, Canadian those goose. Canadian yeah. goose. That's sorry. Yeah, Canadian those are goose. Pure evil. Yeah, they are. But that <laughs> would be a great one for us to actually play and maybe do a review on, you know? Like, oh, play it for a couple hours yeah. in a night and then, uh, you know, when it's released and, yeah, and we would, do a pause. We need a, a launch party for that game, yeah. for we sure. We need That'd a launch fun. tournament for that, that game. Oh, yeah, everyone absolutely. has to compete. And, and everyone, everyone at the bottom level, it's not like when we play Smash, there's people who've been playing it for years and who are not just that. Like, we'll all get into party animals. No one will have any idea. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the best shall rise, you know? <laughs> okay, so that's, yeah, party animals is a good one. I'm looking down through the list here. Of anything else that really stuck out for me, Blue Protocol was an MMO that looks like it could be quite good. Yeah, um, I'm always excited to see a new MMO. 
IP hit the scene because, I mean, it's a dying genre and a genre I love. My issue here is uh, Amazon Studios. I don't want to be that guy, but... No, you're right. But no, I think I think it's important for you know. This is just me, and I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, preach to anybody. But I think it's important for consumers to make like you know, if you've got something, stick by it, make a decision. Amazon yeah. Games. The problem with that is I, I got bit by um, Stadia as well, Google Stadia. I I was in there right in day one, and a lot of people said, "Man, Google, they're just gonna if it doesn't work immediately, Google are gonna cancel that." Guess who got their money back from Stadia last week? <laughs> I didn't, because they cancelled it. Um, and that's where the worry, I think, with Amazon. If you if you have an MMO that you know you would hope is going to be continuously supported, is Amazon in the business to actually Sorry, do that? I think I missed this. Blue Horizon is Amazon Studios. Blue uh, Protocol. Blue Protocol. Oh, Blue Protocol. It's Amazon Sorry. Studios. Yeah. yeah. Amazon, Amazon Studios, yeah. and I'll check out who else it is. But I just know it's an Amazon. I remember from the trade, it's an Amazon game. Uh, I'll just check it out here and see. Going to be a lot of ads for that on amazon and around it like that's going to be interesting and it seems it doesn't seem like the style oh, they would do it's bandai namco interesting Ooh. bandai namco and amazon oh, games and bandai would be the publisher right uh, uh, they both publishers bandai. developers are bandai namco studios yeah, yeah. bandai oh, really? namco is yeah uh, yeah it's the developer it was bandai and namco and then it became namco bandai but, and then i it mean that's not always bandai the case because armored core also on the list that we'll talk about is published by Bandai Namco but developed yes, by From Software. they publish as well. Yeah, they publish yeah. as well. Yeah. They do both. They're a group of many talents. Yeah. But that one is, I mean, again, MMOs, I'm a big fan of them if I have the time for them but that one looks like it could be very, very good but again, will the support be there? You know, yeah. are they going to continue on that one? Um, good job at the end of the list to kind of what was on with the later part towards the end of the Game Awards. Um, one that I'm pretty excited by is Crash Team Rumble. Now, that bit in the Game Awards was a 10 out of 10 for cringe. <laughs> the guy who they hired to voice Crash Bandicoot in that Crash Bandicoot suit will live long in my nightmares. His, um, the way his arms moved. Uh, I hated and, it. And he had weird muscle things on the suit. I, like, like, I mean, if you're going to make a Crash Bandicoot suit, at least make it look good, you know? Never mind the guy in the suit doing the voice acting, which, which was terrible. But I almost had to turn away, but I'm glad I didn't because Crash Team Rumble looks a lot like a game I used to play back in the PS1 days is Crash Bash. Crash Bash. Which was one of my all-time favorite multiplayer games when I was a kid. Going back now, I don't know if it's any good, but I have such fond memories. And this kind of has those vibes. It's definitely not the same game. Like Crash Bash was a four, you know, four, you know, a PvP, four players all against each other. This thing looks like a four on a team versus a four on a team in a battle royale type scenario. Uh, but that one looks good. I could get behind another kind of fun crash pvp kind of kind of game party game you know yeah. um after that we had Lord, the lords of the fallen i don't know if you guys remember the trailer for that oh yeah with the witch king looking guy yeah. walking out oh and, uh, yeah like the the one that i knew was going to be a souls like before i ever yeah. saw gameplay <laughs> yeah you <laughs> the, called it pretty the early. art style alone you can tell it's going to be a yeah. you know a, a, a souls like game you know um, uh, yeah yeah not too interested i've played some of the other like souls like clones yeah just because i had that itch to play them and they ultimately just pushed me back into playing souls yeah no, nobody does it better yeah. than yeah the og <laughs> yeah someday it will come though someday like, somebody yeah somebody has to somebody will improve upon the formula. well i mean souls from software would have to stop making souls game if that's the case <laughs> but we'll see um yeah it's fine after that we had um the Cyberpunk 2077 DLC, which I think we'll get to if we, if we do want to talk about it some more. Mm. We also had Armored Core 6. Mm. I think I actually called it Armor, Armored Core 4 in our last episode, so apologies. It is actually Armored Core 6. Yeah, Fires of Rubicon. Rubicon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for this one. I mean, the, I haven't played an Armored Core in 
years. It hasn't but... been one in years, though. Sure, that hasn't. This is like them no, going no. Back I, to... I, I think I heard... uh, the last one was ten years ago, over ten years ago. I heard I somebody really saying nine years at one point. Yeah, yeah it's been it's been a decade since. Yeah, it's mm. very long time, and with the amount that uh, from software has evolved since then especially with the Soulsborne series like the, i could if they take pages out of those books i mean i'm anticipating a really good game I, i'm currently i might be overhyping it but i'm envisioning a multiplayer experience um with mechs and they introduce the all too familiar Soulsborne in, invasion mechanic Okay. Like oh, the online PvP, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in the form of like maybe Mechs. an orbital orbital drop from an enemy mech, and he's just like in your world now trying to kill you. And That'd be sick. Yeah. The writing's they, on the wall. They yeah. have to do this. The trailer for it was amazing in, as well. Like I'm not a, I'm not into the whole mech scene, but yeah. I was watching that trailer being like, yeah, that looks like it could be better. And in fairness, but, they're just they they are literally as of you know a couple of days ago a game of the year winner. Yeah. You know, from software. Exactly. So so they have the, the pedigree to come out and do something amazing with but it. But there's a difference between like there's from software and then there's Miyazaki. Miyazaki is the the whole reason Souls Elden and Ring, Elden yeah, Ring and, yeah. Yeah, there's so he's, and we don't know we don't know if he's involved with Armored Core. I would no, we he's probably, the, he's the whole the community would know if he was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but the other issue is we only saw a trailer. We didn't yeah, see cinematic. Play, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay, and the last one that was kind of announced, which we'll go on to in our most anticipated, because it is one of my most anticipated games, was the trailer for Final Fantasy 16 with a release date as well, which is great, because um, I think we only had summer 2023 prior to that, and it is now 22nd of June 2023. So at least we have a, a release date. And for once in my life, Luke, I'm confident that Square Enix won't delay a game. No, I don't, I don't believe it at all. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when it comes out on June is, 22nd. I'll, I will I'll, I'll tell you what, Luke, I'll, if you're interested, right, we'll make it interesting. I'll put a bet on pizza. Right, winner winner buys pizza. Right, <laughs> if it's on, if it releases twenty second of June, you'll get pizza for the boys, and if it's not, I'll get pizza for the boys. Just to clarify the terms, the boys being us, right? The yeah, three uh, yeah. people present here. So I just yeah. get pizza. You just get pizza <laughs> either way. <laughs> well, I was going to make fun of you for uh, you know having this bet, but I like it. I like where this is going. Yes. Yeah, either way, Chris, you're getting pizza. So yeah. I feel like it. I feel like we're gonna find out. Oh yeah, you never know with Square Enix. I think we might find out in like May that it's getting delayed. <laughs> like one of which, those. Which would of... suck, but I have because it's it's it seems that like the guys that are doing this are the guys uh, Creative Unit Three, I think is what they're called. I could be wrong, but they're the guys who did the Final Fantasy fourteen MMO RPG, which had mm. all the DLC was top quality. One of my all time favorite games, and a game I just wish I could just plug hours and hours and hours into because you kind of have to to get to get stuff out of that game. You really need to 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 yeah. completely devote yourself to it. Um, but there, they finished. Endwalker was the final DLC for that MMO, and now they've moved that team over to do what well, they had moved that team over to do Final Fantasy 16. And even listening to those trailers, the motifs and the music has all the Realm Reborn vibes. Um, the character design has the the vibes the as well. It has the that world. It's all vibe. similar. Yes. Yeah. So it's all it's all and you know everything about that game, that MMO RPG, Final Fantasy 14. I loved was great. You know, it was such a great celebration of Final Fantasy. And if that team are the, involved in this and this hasn't had the same kind of issues and problems and, and development teething problems that Final Fantasy fifteen had. I'm confident oh that we could get it. You know, I mean, that game was in development for like the best part of a decade, Fifteen yeah. was. So if, yeah. if we can get this 16, which, you know, it seems to be like, there seems to be a a, a map for it, like, you know, a journey plan yeah. for it. And, that, and I'm hoping, you know, if not, 
enjoy your pizza. Yeah. Uh, one large pizza. Is that what we're going with? One large pizza. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a fair, a fair, a fair bet. Um, so I guess we're going to like that. That was all the announcements, but not, not all the announcements, but kind of the only ones that we really kind of yeah. had a huge interest in. But I guess going into like, oh, oh I want to make one? a quick shout out to uh, Viewfinder because, yeah, that, sorry. That yes, that, we missed that one. Yeah, that one looked. That you and me were watching that, and every time there was a new scene, we were like, Whoa, that <laughs> yeah, it's like, How is he going to do this one? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, for those who didn't see it, it's kind of like um, you take a photo of something and can place that photo in front of you, and it changes the landscape in your vision. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you can, can then like... traverse. So, you could take a photo, let's say I take a photo of my kitchen and I go into my bedroom, and my part of my bedroom becomes the kitchen, and I can walk into it and walk through it. But from an intellectual point of view, how they designed that game crazy my mind is blown by it and i was getting serious portal vibes but like yes a much more thought out yeah Yeah. there has to be like portal levels of thinking that goes into that because if you ever watch those like youtube videos about i'm trying to code portals and they just get so confused oh i'm pretty sure the guys that work at valve are actually robots (laughs) yeah they're insane (laughs) that was actually that wasn't made by valve like was it portal portals portal was made by valve but the the game was originally called Nerbacular Drop. It was made by a couple of students. Oh, jeez, I didn't... Yeah, and, wow. Val- and Valve like got them on their payroll and was like, hey, turn this into a real game for us. And Assimilated they them, yeah. you mean. <laughs> it was not as their robots. Yeah. It, was not like a, it was not like a huge game jam, basically. Oh, and they wow. Came, they came up good with Nerbacular Drop. Yeah, imagine imagine was, that. Imagine being like, you know, a student somewhere being like, I think we've got a good idea for a game and Valve comes head mm. on and being like, yeah, we'll, we'll make you make that. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> quality. But yeah, Viewfinder, that looks, that looks sick. That yeah, looks really, and the art really style cool. looks amazing. It looks like something like a really sync my teeth into but again i don't think i'm intelligent enough to finish that game <laughs> you, you will be you'll be fine <laughs> uh, so we're going to guys uh, that's kind of i mean 2022 to put a note on it um for me fantastic games that came out this year um and again always against the backdrop of covid and supply issues and games being delayed and having all sorts of problems um but from my perspective i mean i'm just going to give i suppose highlight game of the year um i am playing god of war ragnarok right now but horizon forbidden west for me was absolute highlight came out in february i sunk teeth into that and played it for i think i finished like over five months but like i would go to tribes i dress as those tribes face paint as those tribes live as those tribes do their side quest i was like i was in there when i played it absolute highlight of 2022 not devastated it didn't win game of the year but quality game chris you're game of 2022 oh definitely elden ring like it that that was decided back in back at the beginning of the year for me well, but that was, was, was that april or was that even uh, i think that was uh february i was still in canada when that came out oh my yeah because that and that's another thing regency bias did so well to actually come out winner yeah well. that's why i was surprised i thought god of war was actually going to take it based on the uh would you call it the the oscar bias oh yeah recency bias like yeah. for oscar style recency bias yeah february 25th yeah so yep. like you know you knew even then and game of the year well i mean i didn't even have to play it to know what was going to happen to be honest like there was already so much hype behind it and they had like george r R. martin kind of like writing the the underlying mythos i'm sure the game of thrones fans loved that he gave himself (laughs) another big project to do while he's still trying to finish those books i'm sure they loved him for that luke what about your highlight I actually don't. I, I didn't really put a ton of thought into this. I, yeah, I I'm have, kind of jumping this question on you guys. Sorry. That's okay. But I've I've a couple of weird titles pop into my brain. I played a I played this game. It's an indie game called Dodgeball Academia. At the oh, start. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the, it was uh, it was announced on a Nintendo Direct, right? I'm not sure. Uh, I know I don't know where it was announced, but I I played it this year and I put like I put like thirty hours into it, and it's like a it's a 
an RPG based around playing dodgeball at a school. And yep. it's just, it just leans into all the anime tropes and it's yep. so over the top. I think it's an American made game, but it's, or maybe Canadian. It's, it's so, so over the top and just like leans into all those tropes. And it was just really fun. And I just really, I just really had a good time. I think that might be my favorite. My Amazing. Favorite. Yeah, it's kind of under the radar. That, I like that. That or one other just honor mention. I got COVID back in like March of this year. And in one day I played all of Bug Snacks. Man, I'm one of my saddest things is that I never gave that a shot. I heard crazy like mixed reviews of book books. That snacks. rocked my world, and I'm not sure whether I enjoyed it or not. But but it was a highlight. <laughs> it was yeah, a, yeah, love it or hate it, it was a highlight for me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess all right, Luke, you definitely have to play Vampire Survivors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're spending your time playing books next, you've got time for Vampire whatever, Survivors. I'll play whatever. Okay, so I guess to kind of close out the, this episode, um, it'd be good to talk about our most anticipated game games of 2023 and like kind of a look to maybe game not not to say what we think will win game of the year 2023 but a look to like which games we think will be of the quality that will actually you know be nominees there going forward and um, so chris is this pure game this dlc this is actually sorry that doesn't even apply to me it's definitely I, I haven't even selected dlc i would say go for um i mean no anything that you're anticipating be a dlc or a game no. i just pick whatever so i mean if you if you can think of like three three things for you chris that you're looking forward to in 2023 in video gaming I mean, given the the list of options we've actually been given, um, Hades two definitely. Uh, it would be very you'd be very hard pressed to find a game I'd be more excited for, except Elden Ring DLC. Right, which okay. hasn't even been talked of. But but we all did, know it's coming. He he mentioned on his acceptance speech. I think he did. Mention no, he that mentioned in cryptic souls fashion that he's like, I'm not sure if I done making games yet it's like what does and, that like and then he, maybe retiring then like, he sneezed and rubbed his temple three times yeah. and all the souls fans were like oh yeah. what does it mean <laughs> Elden ring 2 it has to be yeah yeah uh so yeah okay so Elden ring dlc and then uh but for the hades. for sure is hades 2 which is supposed to be 20 i think 2023 we didn't even get a window but i think it's 2023 uh at some point i would i would say end of year i would say end of year for i if, think it's if, if at all i think it's releasing the same way hades one did where it's releasing in beta basically and it's going to be uh, releasing in early access yeah uh, so, so early. i'll be able to play it before everyone else on steam yeah you're, you're <laughs> going to be able to increment like you play through the not point whatever yeah. patches and everything like that and it'll still it'll be a made game from the first release but just to make sure everything's full. which is so refreshing to hear that about games because there's so many games that come out like I mean, we talked about cyberpunk and um even like star wars fallen order all those games that are coming out that they just shouldn't be in the condition that they're in it's but crazy it's, yeah. it, it's really bad and i hope especially like, from a triple a studio yeah and i'm hoping as a thing for 2023 if i were to put in a wish that i had for 2023 in video games i hope that we don't get another cyberpunk 2077 scenario where we already you know, did Oh no, sorry. For, I was going to say year. Callisto, yeah, but Callisto would it's, fall under next year now, I think. Right? Well, no, it's already it's, it's already out here. But as far as the VGAs go, no, but, I don't think it it can be considered at all. So I think there's a so window. So is there just a window where these games can't be considered? I think so. Yeah. Year? So from oh, post post November post November 14th to the end of December, I could be wrong on this. Again, the gift of gaming podcast at gmail.com If I've made a fool of myself, <laughs> um, but I think there is a window where you you can't be recognized for um, the VGAs. Um, but yeah, my wish for 2023 is that we don't get a cyberpunk, that there's, you know, and I think just from the fan perspective, me, I wasn't on the hype train from the very beginning of cyberpunk, let's say, um, when that first came out. But as the hype got closer and closer and they released traders for it and stuff and our announcement traders, I was like, wow. And to kind of, 
you know, and, and yeah. CD, CD Project Red has got such, yeah. such, I mean, Witcher, Witcher 3, do you know what I mean? They've got such good clout at the minute for them to go and ruin the reputation like that. And I know it's probably, I know the decision making comes from higher ups and it's all money related and everything like that. But I hope that we don't get any of that in 2023. That'd be my, if I could make a, a wish, a Christmas wish, it'd be <laughs> no one finished games in 2023. Please, Santa. <laughs> Christmas miracle. For next year. Give me good finished games. Could I squeak in my most anticipated? Absolutely. Game? Far away, yeah. Let's All hear right. I'm going to go Zelda. Z- ah, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. The Tears of the Kingdom. Which wa- which did win the most anticipated game from the VGAs last week. Yeah. Yeah. I I have no idea That's what it's going to be like. Of you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> did you play Breath of the Wild? Yeah, yeah. A few times. Yeah. And loved it? Loved it. Great. So much fun. Um. I yeah I did like every little bit of it I just go around exploring it was really relaxing some interesting puzzles and we haven't gotten oh sorry so for the likes of the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom we have a 12th of May release date oh sick yeah, yeah. I get I actually don't know what to expect and I feel like my hype won't peak until it's like a couple of weeks before and we get a final trailer um, but yeah, I think that's that's going to be it for me that's a- anything else just 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 that is this the first time Nintendo's released a, a- Zelda iteration on the same console. Don't they usually wait till oh on the same console? Um, yeah. Well, I think I think the Switch is. There has been. I don't even think there's been a whisper of what's next for Switch, apart with the exception of a Switch Pro, which is people still think after the OLED screens which came out, people kind of thought that the Pro Switch died with the release of the OLED. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been a whisper of what Nintendo's or if they're even in planning for a new console. So I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's coming next for. I I think the Switch has probably been the most long-lived of the nintendo oh well like the wii probably it lives it a little bit but the switch is i don't know man nes will never die (laughs) (laughs) yeah i still have that plugged in myself (laughs) yeah no so it's it's zelda for me and then apart from uh apart there's there's a couple of things i'm looking forward to but like it, for me like again i play so many games on like such a big delay a lot of games that i'm looking forward to have been out for ages already <laughs> so like what i'm really looking forward to is actually death loop by uh arcane yes. studios yeah, which yeah. is that was out earlier this year wasn't it yeah i think it was out at the probably the start of this year or might have been out like in 2021 yeah, at the end, because in fairness that wasn't nominated for anything at the vgas which i'm surprised at. No, so let me just double check could, i think it might have been last year could be over a year old but like i know i love the studio that makes it I'm pretty certain it's arcane studios they're just geniuses when it comes to september 14 2001 luke yeah so to 2021 yeah. 2021 yeah. yeah so last yeah yeah last year so that wasn't yeah I, and i just like get these end up on like a buffer for me and i'll eventually get but it's on like game pass i have it downloaded oh there's um oh what's the fucking justin roiland game that's coming out tomorrow oh um i gotta look up the name for the keep forgetting the name the it's, it doesn't have a great name i don't think it's not right. no it is called high on life high on life that comes out tomorrow and it's installed on my console already so nice <laughs> I'm Justin Rose, did you that. play his other one trover saves the universe i didn't play it. i watched the playthrough of it and yeah, it, it i mean that's me. that's almost enough it's just to hear all the, the rick and morty like voice banter it was the yeah. funniest thing i loved yeah. it so much i laughed like throughout the whole thing is the the trailer for that i saw was when because it's the guns the guns yeah, the talk gun to talk you and the yeah i talks. think i saw that and you know I haven't watched Rick and Morty in a while, but I consider myself a pretty big fan. And the moment you hear the Morty voice, and it's just, <laughs> it immediately cracks a smile on my face, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should be playing multiverses with us then. Uh, Rick and Morty characters in multiverses? M- Morty's in free rotation right now. Oh my there you God. Go. Yeah. It just seems so wrong to me. <laughs> you would feel like you're a betray. You feel yeah, like you're a cheating on Smash. Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like these guys weren't video game characters first, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
Very good. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's sweet. So, like, high on life, yes, that'll be a 20, well, mostly 2022, 2023 game for you at this stage, yeah, if you're, if it's only out tomorrow. Who knows how long it takes <clears> to be? I might finish it by the weekend. <laughs> Just, like, skip the Let buffer. Let us know. Skip the buffer. Yeah. Um, so, for myself, I guess, when it comes to anticipated games for next year, I'm looking at, and I don't know how I'm going to play it, it's the saddest thing. Uh, Baldur's Gate came out, Baldur's Gate 3 came out in, like, pre-alpha or alpha back in, like, early 2021. And I got it on the Stadia. It was one of the reasons I bought Google Stadia because I was like, I don't have a PC that can play any type of video game. I'm a console player. like. Uh, and then seeing um, Baldur's Gate come out on Stadia, I was like, amazing. And I played through a lot of the, and, you know, quite buggy, but the most perfect Dungeons & Dragons game ever. I just loved it. Uh, and now with Stadia being, I think, going offline from January 17th, I think they're, they're dead and gone in the water. I need to figure out a way to play Baldur's Gate 3, which comes out in August. So... Is it not coming out on any console? It's just no, PC? Just PC. Whoa. Yeah. I, maybe it'll be a thing. I think the same thing happened. I could be wrong with Divinity Sin 2. Was that a PC release first and came to consoles later? Oh, I'd imagine so. Because that's yeah. one that was probably in like uh, a beta release for a long while. Yeah. And so I'd be looking forward to that. Um, otherwise, one of the things that was so sad that got delayed this year was uh, Hogwarts Legacy. That was going to be my Christmas game. I was going to like that was originally I think slated for you know kind of winter you know a window winter window. And I was going to buy it and play it over my Christmas holidays. It's such you know Harry Potter always has those Christmas vibes for me. So that was going to be. Do you know who develops Hogwarts Legacy? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Well, develops. Like... Sorry, let's yeah. There's, there's a difference between develops and publishes. Let me just double check this. <laughs> I just want to know if they have any kind of pedigree in. So Hogwarts Legacy is being done by Avalanche, Avalanche Software, and what they do, uh, developer Avalanche. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good sign. Um, no, I rec- I do recognize the name. I just don't. What have they done? I'm looking here. Oh, like Disney Infinity, like the Infinity oh. game and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they yeah. don't have a massive. It doesn't look like they have a massive pedigree here at all. Okay, um, let me just check here. This little this little map. You got anything good? No, Luke, nothing sticks out of me at all. <laughs> um, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, the trailers looked amazing though, so I'm gonna they keep. Do. I'm gonna keep they my. Like, I mean, like, not being a Harry Potter fan myself, I I did like what I saw. Okay, yeah. and nice. just like I started thinking about how it could play out. Like two years. It'd be in nice school. if it was like an MMO or yeah. Like, well, that, so I I definitely think it isn't. But we were talking about yeah. that while we were watching it being nominated for the whatever award it was in for. And uh, Yumi were saying like, that as an MMO would just be top yeah. quality, like just loads of wizards. And then instead of like uh, factions, like one side versus the other, it would be the uh, the classes, the, the, houses, yeah. Or yeah. the houses. Yeah, sorry. Um, so that's one uh, as well for me. And I think uh, last two I'll mention would be Forspoken, which is coming out in January, which looks great. Like the Square Enix kind of weird fantasy type one. It's parkour yeah. with dragons is the best way I can describe that, maybe. Uh, but that looks fantastic. And then I, I guess I kind of have to give an honorable mention to Tekken 8, which I can't wait to play. But then, of course, at the end of next year, provided there's no delays, we will get part two of this Final Fantasy VII remake trilogy. That would be pretty Which sick. is called Rebirth, I think, possibly. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Do you know how many parts there are going to be in total? They, I think they know? confirmed three, which Ooh. you know, I think which made a lot of people nervous considering how much ground there is to cover. So I, yeah. I think it, it opened the door to a lot of stuff being kicked from the game. But that would be... I'm very much looking forward to that. I think I'm getting um, the Crisis Core reunion uh, remaster or remake. Um, over the next couple of weeks and I'll give that a play to get myself up to speed but I'd be very keen to, to play that sick yeah so I guess if you have um, uh, I guess like, thanks for listening to this episode of the Gifted Game Podcast uh, let
let us know what your most anticipated games for 2023 would be you can hit us up on the gift of gaming podcast at gmail.com it does exist <laughs> i found the login yeah. i remembered <laughs> you remembered um, but if you like listen to people who don't really know anything about video games we're not in the industry we're not experts we just like chatting about it um hit us up and enjoy the next episode whenever it comes out and uh, thanks for listening guys luke chris it's been great thanks for, thanks having, for having me thanks no for having us a pleasure as always guys uh, yeah peace out and uh, keep gaming